welcome to this week's uh, Jesus Walks podcast. And this week we are going to touch on leadership. And the topic is how to act when God speaks. So, Martis, still in Riga? Yes, sunny uh, summerly Riga. <laughs> summerly, yeah. We also have very summerly Bergen as well. Uh, Martin, how's Sweden? Yeah, it's also really hot. We all, almost had 25 degrees yesterday, so oh, wow. we're doing fine. Amazing. Oh. Yeah. It's been amazing to, to just be outside and uh, be in the nature and eat and pray and celebrate the Pentecost, Holy Spirit coming. So, I mean, it's, it's Pentecost or Shavuot. It's like this feast, you know, and the Holy Spirit came. And uh, today we are touching a topic that's a bit uh, connected because it's like, if God speaks to you, then what do you do then? You know, how do you act then? This is uh, what we're going to try to dig into from a leadership uh, perspective. So, um, so we thought that we could make a little introduction just by sharing a bit personally, guys, about uh, how we first learned to hear God. Because if we're going to talk about how to act when God speaks, we kind of need to touch on, okay, how does God speak at all, you know? So uh, I'd just like to pass it on uh, among us just as a mini introduction. Maybe I can send it to you, Martis, first. Just like how, how, basically, how did you learn to hear God or how did you first experience hearing God so that you could act on what he was saying? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, for me, it started with uh, actually a heart to uh, to reach people, and uh, I was uh, yeah, uh, my faith was built up by seeing that there are people that uh, you know listen to God and approach people on the streets. So I, that was actually my kicking off point, and I still remember back uh, like uh, you know years back when sitting on a bench uh, on a park and just listen, literally sitting for an hour and asking God. Is that the person you want me to approach? Is that the person you want me to approach? And I was, you know, that was like the first steps. And I s- sat for an hour and didn't approach anyone. But uh, uh-huh. but it was my my way of actually uh-huh. making steps to to uh, yeah to uh-huh. say God, here I am, uh, use me. Uh-huh. I'm, and uh, you know, it it started the journey. You know, then there was a, a season where I was just in my room alone, and I understood there's something about this intimacy before I I approach people just. Uh, so I mm. literally switched off the lights, uh, waited when no one was home, uh, and yeah, just being on the floor and just saying, "God, teach me to hear you. Uh, teach me to uh, yeah, pr- sense you." Also uh, on a physical level, uh, yeah, in, uh, that when I go in the streets, when I'm in my daily life, I actually start to uh, listen uh, to you and uh, sense you. So yeah, nice. Thanks for sharing, Marcus. Martin, what about uh, you? I I um, remember I was uh, in the early twenties and I, I uh, in some way were at the ch- uh, at the kids um, gathering or or kids um, <laughs> uh, where where, uh, where uh, a guy uh, he he spoke about the the passage when uh, Samuel is hearing God in the temple uh, yeah. and. Uh, he wakes up and yeah. go and th- think it's alien, and, and he goes back. And, and then we had a, a practice, and actually that helped helped me a lot because me oh. and then a lot of like people in the ten, twelve year old. Uh, he said, "Okay, so now shout out your name." Um, <laughs> 
and we did that, uh, or at least the kids did. And then he said, okay, shout out your name now without any sound. And uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's possible to, to do that. And you hear your, your name in your head. Uh, and he said, yeah, that's how it sounds when God is speaking to you. Oh. And uh, actually, they, that helped me a lot. Uh, and mm. I um, uh, discovered to, to uh, bo- both hear and uh, taking further steps and obey. And, and so, so I think that was, uh, that was uh, extre- extremely important for me, wow. that uh, children's gathering. I think I've never heard that way of explaining it before. Mm. Really cool. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Huh. But one, one thing that uh, I think it's good also to, to mention before you are, are taking over on Jacob is... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you, are correct, when you are correcting everything. But, but one, one, picture, one picture God gave me about this yeah. uh, that's helped me a lot is uh, if you think about the Bible as the, as the map... Mm. Um, yeah, that's the map. So you can really see how uh, how is uh, reality, uh, and and you can see the map. Uh, oh, that's good. In, in a lot of things, mm-hmm. but the problem in with the map is that uh, you, you, the map can't take you uh, the full way. The map can't help you. For example, you need to know where you are. Uh, in order to to get the map right and, and so on, and if we take a, think about the Holy Spirit, it's like the compass. The compass it's always pointing at the north, and the Holy Spirit is, is always pointing at Jesus. So the, the the Spirit is is always directing us. But the problem is, if we just have the compass, uh, we don't uh, it, we can't uh, succeed. Um, so, for example, if you are um, um, Sometimes, if you're just walking, at, if you're going north and you just have a compass and, and uh, you're pointing north and you're going north, but you don't know, maybe it's a, uh, a swamp over there or a river or a mountain. You have to go around it. So you can't just go north in order to come north. You maybe take a, have a, take a detour. And the same with the Bible. If you're um, like, like out in the desert, it's not a, a map that you're, uh, uh, you're in use of. It's, it's yeah. the compass in order to get out of it. So I, I think you have to, when we talk about how to act when God speaks, we, we need to see that the Bible and the Spirit, uh, it's not opposite or they can't contradict, but you, you really need them both, and they have different benefits. Um, the Bible could never ever tell you, um, for example, uh, to which persons are you going to approach your uh, your uh, bench uh, uh, stuff, Marxist? You can't. You can read the Bible over and over again. And you never get an answer about that. Uh, but uh, um, the, the, it's a lot of things that the Spirit won't reveal that that's there in the Scripture. So I think that's uh, just a simple picture, but how they are going together. Uh, that's it. It's a big topic. I mean, the thing about the, like the Bible, the, the written account of basically the story of how God has related to the people he has been fellowshipping with. Mm. Uh, and so, I mean, for all of us, we have that as a framework, as a reference point when we talk about hearing God speaking to us. And so 
you also can of very often use the the scripture also to speak into life situations but in any way if it's something outside of the written book that it, that is just not in the text but it's just independent of it in that sense or it's using the bible stories to speak to us uh, we always have that as the reference point mm. like you say Martin as a map so that uh, and that's important to to also say so uh but uh, just finishing on the round around about hearing god like for me i i had an encounter with the living jesus and that uh changed me quite a lot so um so through that i i came into a place where i felt a bit more like this pentecost experience you know when the holy spirit was there so strongly and and he was speaking, you know, and Peter was speaking to the people, the words that God was given. And, and it, it became for me very like, uh, it's very, the, the kind of the invisible world became very real. And so I lived in it every day, you know, and I related to God, even if he was invisible, I felt him every day. It was very close. So, so for me also, it was a bit, um, a little bit like you share, Marx, is that I also spent time alone, uh, in the mountains a lot i w- you you were on your bench and i was in the mountains <laughs> in the west coast of norway you know alone walking in the mountains praying listening spending time and i was also in my room just uh, having hours to be in silence and i was just learning to listen and hear and just uh, gazing upon him in a sense and so from that point started was it was kind of kicked off for me as well uh, so, um, but I think every story can be different, but it's just nice that you, you guys, you listen, get a little grip on where we're mm. coming from, you know? So, yeah, so I'm going to do, I just want to do a second round guys. And based on what we shared, I want to say, okay, so I send it back to you, Marcus, and I ask you, so this was how you were learning and experiencing God speaking, but what was it that you needed to act on from what you heard, you know? So from listen to, to action, what was the action? Yeah, so uh, so I still remember I was asking God in my room, uh, you know, both on the bench and in the room uh, to teach me practically because, uh, I mean, I love the scripture. And as you guys say, it is the foundation. And, uh, you know, I love reading it and <laughs> being in that place. But I understood that sometimes the gap that you maybe mentioned a bit, uh, Martin, with like the reality situations where I need uh, here and now kind of direction of the Holy Spirit. So, so I said, okay, uh, teach me, teach me to be sensitive to you. So I still remember the one of the first times was that I was uh, I was uh, uh, in a supermarket, uh, like a shopping mall rather, and there was a coffee shop, and I was in the queue uh, with my uh, at that time fiance now wife, and uh, we were waiting for a good cup of flat white, <laughs> and so I was standing in the line, and and suddenly I felt a pain in the lower part of my uh, belly, and at that moment suddenly I sensed uh, like this inner prompting or inner voice saying uh, uh, kind of to be aware of it, not like words, but just like a sense to be aware of it. And uh, mm-hmm. in my head, I was vo- voicing it out. Is this you, God? Uh, that was my first initial reaction because I realized I haven't had any problems with my stomach beforehand. And then when I asked that simple question, is it you, God? I felt he confirmed it. And then I said, is it for anyone? And he pointed my like, attention fully to the barista making that coffee 
And at that moment, I didn't have no further instructions, but my sense was to just in a simple, uh, friendly way to approach the lady uh, with uh, yeah, this question. Uh, and so as she was uh, swirling the milk, which is kind of a holy process in the coffee making world, wasn't the best moment to ask the question. But I just, you know, said, uh, I know this is a bit weird question, but uh, uh, is this pain uh, you're having, uh, like, do you have pain in the lower part of your stomach? And I still remember to this day, that was my first stepping out experience, uh, or at least one of the first that I recall. And and she forgot that she's swirling the milk and she started looking at me with like a bit scary view, uh, like a scared eyes. And at that moment, it was fully like uh, clear that, you know, it was God. And she confirmed it by just the way she reacted. So I, I kind of calmed her down. And long story short, yeah, we... She asked why I was asking. I explained that I'm learning to hear God. And I sh- shared it very honestly that I'm actually following Jesus. And I'm learning to hear him the way how the, the first guys in the book actually walked with hi- him and later his spirit. And so I just shared openly that God actually wants to show that he's real to people and uh, that he knows them. And, and so she was really moved uh, by it. And we actually afterwards met uh, separately on a separate occasion with my fiance and this lady to share about our walk with Jesus. And, and uh, yeah, so that was the first time kind of hearing God in that way. Uh, yeah, led me in my daily life to act in such a way. Uh, yeah, uh, so that's that. That's <laughs> nice. That's nice. Martin, do you have a similar experience from your side uh, of acting upon it in the beginning, early days? Um, yeah, but uh, I have some early days. Uh, I remember one time uh, a similar uh, situation. It was uh, not in a coffee shop, but uh, uh, in a in a Christian conference where when I got uh, this um, uh, this pain and um, praying for yeah, shared it mm. and and a uh, young girl responded and uh, we prayed for her and she got healed. Uh, and I, I remember actually um, uh, also because that's that's I think it's an important thing with the doubting there because I I was sitting there and yeah it was a subtle subtle uh, feeling I I don't know is it you God or and I I I, I went mm. up and shared it and, and thought that yeah it's probably good that I'm I'm as a leader here is uh, like uh, uh, making a fool of myself. Uh, so I didn't didn't have that uh, trust in the in the situation uh, when I when I was sharing, but it was a lady who had that kind of pain and she got healed. So um, oh. that was my first experience of, of that kind of um, mm. when God is revealing a, a body part. Um, but other, otherwise, it's mm. it's, uh, it's also. Uh, uh, thing that God has has led, uh, and for example, to a to a person or into a conversation or or saying something, and and afterwards you you realize that uh, yeah, that was extremely important. Uh, yeah. Like I I text a friend or uh, a relative, um, um, yeah a year ago something like that and just god god uh, said it so i, I just text and it uh, it appeared that she had an extremely awful situation right right that time uh was uh, going to fail her 
uh, the whole exam and everything going to be kicked out of school. Yeah, a lot of bad stuff. And uh, and I just text her right, right there. And uh, yeah, so you don't really, you are not really sure. I would say when I'm texting that, I'm I'm more okay. Uh, if it's not you, yeah. it's it's a text anyway. It, yeah, what, what harm could it do? But then her response, she called me up and said, "Yeah, how did you yeah. know?" Uh, so you you thought you were reminded of her? Yeah, I mean, and, probably and it's God or it could be God. Yeah, yeah. it could be God. Mm. And uh, so that's uh, that's been my experience. If I just yeah. have have any thought about that kind of stuff, I'm just sending a text uh, yeah. or calling someone or an email or whatever, uh, mm. and. Because if it's not going to do any harm, I, I can just be be really really bold in, mm-hmm. that, sense, in that sense. Yeah, yeah, it's inter- like from from the early days for me as well. I think the the Holy Spirit was speaking in different ways, and sometimes I, for example, would just uh, sense when I was out among people that sometimes just God uh, marked somebody for me in a sense, as I call it, like that He showed me that. Somehow I was just very focused on one person. And in the beginning, I didn't even notice it myself. But after a while, I understood that this was the Holy Spirit actually just showing me people, just highlighting people in a way. And sometimes what happened was that I, I got this um, um, like deep love for the person, just this compassion for somebody uh, without knowing what was behind it. And and uh, and later, sometimes also, I, I felt like I somehow could uh, know their story without having talked to them, or I could feel what they had been through somehow, or I could sense it like in the spirit. And uh, and then I learned to start to take steps. And I tried to do that in a like, kind of a nice way, like yeah, not like intruding, but I started just kind of maybe just saying hi, see how they responded. And if they were kind of gave me their trust and stuff, and it was, was an appropriate setting or way, um, I would just uh, say some things and then they would confirm them, you know, and that would just open up to share the whole message that I felt God gave me to share into that person's life that typically had to do with God's uh, love or hope for the person or healing into some very difficult wound from their past or things like that. So I think... um, that's the fun thing of being a disciple, right, guys, that you have all these different kinds of experiences and you just have to take steps and try. And in the book with the disciples too, you know, they they didn't start perfect and they probably didn't end perfect either, but they they were willing to take steps and follow the master and and be trained by him. And that's also the vision that we have for this community, that we have this passion that we want to be your disciples, Jesus. And we, we want to follow you and we want to Amen. be trained by you all the days of our lives, you know, with everything we've got. So it's like, um, and that journey is like, uh, it's like a never ending journey of growing and learning. And, and then we, f- when we fail and when we stumble, we can, we can get up again in his grace, right. And encourage each other on. So, so it's, um, it's a very interesting topic. Um, Sometimes, for example, we have found like here in our family with my, in our marriage that God speaks in dreams, for example. Suddenly my wife has a dream. Just a week ago, she had a dream one night and I had a dream the next night. And it solved the whole difficult uh, situation that we were in mm. and br- brought revelation into our lives personally to both of us. But it also resolved the whole family situation that had been kind of a 
yeah, like a strain and incredible. And we talked about like, wow, like we didn't do anything. God just came and solved it for us. <laughs> it was just like so amazing. God is so, he cares. He's so personal. And he just came in and just solved the whole thing in two nights. So it's amazing to, to live with God. But, but I think uh, there's something about in our stories too, that we position ourselves that we actually seek God with uh, from our heart, right? Mm. We, we, we spend time on being available to him. We have him as our first thing, the kingdom as our main priority. Uh, we don't live these uh, lives of, of distractions all the time and we are always distracted and seeking something else. Because I see in my life, the seasons when it's been like that, especially when I've been in leadership and I've been too busy thinking and working on all kinds of things, I, I somehow... I become less available at some some points, uh, not because I have so much to do, because but because my heart and my mind is starting to to trust in other things or seek for other mm-hmm. things. So I think it, it's something very important about this disciple. He's just like every day, okay, teach me, Lord, you know, mm-hmm. speak to me. Yeah, that's really like, that's so. good. And I think it's also important when when we talk about this uh, when God speaks. It, it could be, of course, some different different kinds of things that we speak. But I think that uh, Mary's response is extremely helpful for us. Uh, when the angel is coming and saying, this is, this is what's going to happen. Uh, and, and she says, yeah, sure, I'm willing. Uh, I can't really understand how it's going to be, but I'm willing. I, and I think, um, especially when God is, is more speaking in, in, in um, calling, for example, yeah. I want you to, to reach the, the Muslims in your, in your city. Mm. I think that's a really good response for us. Yeah, okay, I don't know how it's going to be. But if you said it, I'm willing. Because um, uh, it's, uh, um, it's easy to, um, yeah, to not be willing and, and, not all, and also be a bit uh, um, yeah, hesitating about it. And I think it's, uh, the willingness is a key for us in order to, for God yeah. to, to uh, speak and, yes. and then we will act on it. Yeah. And now, now, Martin, you're raising an important one because I was thinking to go on to this thing about like kind of um, these different experiences that we have had. Some might be connected to gifts of the Holy Spirit, like a word of knowledge or something with prophecy. But then, there, but then there are, like also from the Bible story as well, these stories where God is speaking to somebody, something that we would call a calling, the classic term we use, or, or let's say like, um, like a life mission almost, you know, like something that would, would maybe move you even physically with your whole life and family to another country maybe, or, or maybe it is something that will, go, will be with you for the rest of your life here on earth or something that will even almost like define you as a person, like when Jesus picked the apostles, you know, to the, to the day of their death. Mm. He, they were his uh, sent ones, you know, his, his uh, missionaries, his apostles. And so those things, when you also read books from some of the guys that have been, or men and women that had really been used by God, um, some of them even say that they only heard God a few times like that during their lifetime, actually. Mm that there is a there is a difference on the the kind of the maybe the the, the greatness or the heaviness of the word in a sense uh, so so now if we move into more the the especially the leadership uh, topic in a sense uh, if i send it on again 
Marcus, what is your experience with this when it comes to more like calling and, and leadership, being led by God in in those kind of bigger things? In a sense, how do you deal with that? You know, how, do you have any any experience or reflection to to share on it? Uh, yeah, I think um, uh, as you mentioned, when when I think God speaks as to you know, there's different levels as we share right now. There's different levels of of uh, I guess the um yeah the seriousness i would even say you know the things that god we feel uh, in, maybe invites us to obey uh and um you know uh, find our obedience in that path so so for me uh one i could recall uh, in specific would be maybe like uh when when uh, i felt this urge as like a three-year-old uh, uh, believer to uh to be part of a church planting team and 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 take uh -huh. steps of sensing that as a call, you know, not not particular wow. one person or, uh, or like one family, but like as a as a call for my life to to yeah. uh, create create that and and invest my time, my free time, my energy, and it wasn't like uh it wasn't the picture, it wasn't like um, a roadmap, you know, it was nothing specific in that sense, but. It was what you know. It would be like a, a bigger, uh, just uh, heart. Suddenly, there's like this uh, burning heart for something that you just feel. And then you know, uh, I think it was very helpful also to have uh, uh, the people of God. You know, there's the Word of God, the Spirit of God, and the people of God. I think those three elements. Not going in deep, but I think those are th very important to discern things. And at that time, I think also the people of God, someone that has worked longer with God, that uh, you know. I could share that maybe burning passion of mine and, and say, you know, how does that transition look uh, at the time when being part of a different community and, and, uh, and uh, you know, then being part of a team, uh, you know, how does that practically translate in my life? You know, uh, uh, in that sense, I believe it's something from God, but, you know, how does that look practically? And I, I found it of a great uh, help, uh, especially if there's people that maybe don't understand sometimes the, you know, the journey. I think that it's important to have those maybe uh, father figures or, or people that have walked longer that you you know you share life and you can uh, feel safe to to share uh, what you believe uh, but maybe full heartedly God is speaking and and in a sense have a, like a safety buffer uh, to uh, discern together. So I think for me that was uh, yeah. But Marcus, how old were you when this happened, and how did you take it step by step? Uh, I was. 18 to 19, uh, turning, uh, I think, 19. Um, and, uh, yeah, what was the question? How, uh, like, um, how did you act on it? Like, more like, when you felt this calling to take mm -hmm. part in this, uh, how did yeah. you start to make steps? Uh, first, it was individual prayer. So I, I spent the summer praying about it because I understood that was, you know, uh, in a sense, kind of moving in a totally new territory. Uh, and, mm. and, uh, Kind of realizing, okay, I first have to find the kind of confirmation from uh, in my prayer life with God, sensing that it's something I, uh, I believe it's not just like a momentarily uh, passion, but it's something in yeah. the long run. So I yeah, it, stay, it stays with you. Yeah. Like it stays there and even gets more yeah. confirmed if you spend time in prayer. So it, it was first prayer. Uh, mm. uh, we and as a, those people that we felt as a team uh, to actually go in the journey, we we set oh. apart that time. In the, I remember in that summer to just pray beforehand and and kind of uh, on an individual uh, yeah, level, and then oh. get together and share what we have felt. So it started with prayer, yeah. with yeah. the spirit of God, and then uh, kind of to confirm. And oh. then there was the people of God. Uh, you mm. know that uh, that. Uh, 
outside of the team and outside of, in a sense, uh, involvement in that, I uh, could just speak in and, and share what th their thoughts on it. And uh, it was very right. comforting because at that stage, maybe the calling was a bit yeah, new, yeah. even to the surroundings, and, and some didn't see it as a, it was a new thing at the time to, to start something like that. So mm. uh, it was very comfor comfor comforting uh, yeah, to have people that could speak in. So Yeah. So you would invite somebody to also to speak yeah. in and, and help you with, okay, how do I act on what I believe God has told me? You also would make it kind of open to people you trust. Yeah, I think it's an important mm. one. Uh, but uh, in, in discerning the things, I think it, it's, it, uh, yeah, there's, it's a bigger topic, but I think it's very helpful mm. to have people definitely that have walked longer and that, uh, yeah, to share it a bit. So. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I was, uh, uh, when God called me into church planting, it's, um, mm. uh, I think one thing that happened that the first time is uh, that he just revealed that I'm going to gonna work with the afternoon services to reach uh, young adults that haven't got a Christian background. But it wasn't any, uh, any um, ready, set, go signal. It's just, uh. it was just a, uh, this is what I want you to do, but it wasn't anything that it's now. So I, I had it. I know that that's mm. going to happen, but uh, I didn't know when. Um, and I think that's quite often what it's with this little bigger kind of uh, God speaks a, b a little bit bigger. It's, it's very mm. seldom it's, it's acting now compared to your sitting on the bench. That's always acting now. It's not in a year that you should approach that guy, but it's now. Um, but I think during that time, you really need to uh, see that it has started, even though it hasn't started. So God has revealed it for some purpose, even yeah. though you're not going to act now. So I, I think uh, the, the typical mm. thing that you're going to do is um, pray, pray about it and see what, uh, what can... It's a, it's a saying that goes like this. What can I do today yeah. that... So I tomorrow can do things that I can't do today. Mm. So what what uh, what is it in preparation that I'm I'm uh, yeah. able to take step? Uh, so for for example, if God called me to this uh, to the Muslim uh, community in my city, yeah. uh, that's probably not nothing that I'm going to approach uh, today. But probably I I need to start learning about. Uh, uh, Muslim faith or uh, Arabic or uh, pray about it. Yeah, whatever. Mm. So it so things that I need to do, but it's not starting what God says. I, I, yeah. That's my uh, experience. So you, you start to make steps on getting prepared or in position for this in faith, but you also wait on God in the process yeah. to... Yeah show you when the green light is on and you move yeah. into it more. And then when the green light came, it was extremely good timing. Uh, mm -hmm. That was actually Norway, but that was uh, over a weekend. And uh, I called, God just give me a name. And I called him on, on Monday when I got back. I got back Sunday night and I called him Monday. And he said, yeah, yeah this is a bit strange because tonight... Uh, my wife and I have written a, a letter to the board in the church that we're part of that is about, we think it's time to plant a new church to reach young adults. 
And I called him that that morning and said, mm. "Yeah, God has uh, said that I should call you wow. in order to reach the young adults in our city." Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, and it's what a lot of good nice. timing. If we if we started half a year before, it wouldn't uh, we wouldn't be as good off. And half a year later, we'd also missed a lot of opportunities that uh, was so. Now we really stepped right in the timing. Mm. Yeah, wow. It's this is maybe one of the areas where it is good also sometimes to have a good godly counsel coming in on the timing because it can be so yeah it's a whole topic of itself uh, we would maybe need to spend more time on it at some point but um I mean like you you have examples of of different uh, different uh, cases in the Bible like in, in Nehemiah for example you know who saw that the walls of Jerusalem were, were in ruins and he got this in his heart, like this deep longing that I have to do something about it. Can't be like this God, you know? And, and um, he started to act on it, but he was, he did it very wisely. Right. So he was approaching the King of the ruler and he, he got letters uh, for resources to be brought in. He went and he would uh, scout out and, and kind of make it like a, overview of how the situation were and 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 i mean it was like people they were working family by family and how they were dealing with with the, the pressure that came it was like a journey they had to go through and like you know so it's like maybe god impresses something upon you or you hear something but then it's about how to walk it out and and then i think for me at least my experience is that it's very hard to give like a very clear blueprint and just say that, okay, it's like A, A, B, C, D steps, and that's it, you know? Because I think, actually, maybe it's the way God wants it too, that, that he wants us to be close with him. He wants his intimacy. It's not enough to, to have a degree or a course training in something so that you just do it like this. But th there are principles in the Word of God, but there is something about that uh, the one who is born by the Spirit is like the wind, Jesus says, right? Mm don't know where it's coming from you don't know where it's going uh, and it's so so it's like the the logic of the spirit like god's wisdom is always higher than ours so it is very very hard to capture by the human mind how god will do things mm -hmm. like for example the, the timing in martin's situation you know who would have known that that was the perfect timing in a sense you know yeah. and then so and, and then there are those times when you know that you just have to act now <laughs> and that and and that has happened to me, especially when I was called into called out to pioneering with the gospel and church planting and these things. Like uh, initially, I had just I I was in some years with a lot of prayer. In that time, I started to have visions about different nations around the world. I was very specific, even about nations I didn't know much about and. And I was praying, and as I was praying into it, I felt that the Holy Spirit was giving me prophetic prayers to pray. So, so, so because He was um, kind of giving me what to pray about, I also learned about the future because He knows the future. So I, mm. I said things I would never have thought to say, mm. but I understood that actually, wow, I'm praying what will happen in the future here. You know, yeah. so in that, so I learned about the future actually in this way and through prayer. You know, yeah. so prayer, prophetic prayer, is a way to see into the future when God reveals. Mm. Um, but I still didn't have any practical, clear steps of how. You know, like so I didn't start a big project here or try something there. But but then at some point there came a more specific calling, 
And that was clear. And that was to move to a place uh, called Os outside of the city of Bergen, which was like here on the west coast of Norway. And also I saw it was a team that was going to go. I already had a, his friend Johannes, uh, which is today like a co-leader uh, for Influx, the network. And, 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 um, and so I felt it so strongly, like, um, but I didn't say it straight because I felt it wasn't the time to share it yet. Mm. The circumstances also, they, I understood it, they weren't right. Mm. So I waited. Uh, and at some point, he actually were the one who, who, uh, who shared with me that he thought the Lord spoke to him, that we mm. should like, plant a church in this particular area that I also had heard about. And so when he said that, I said, I told him my experience. Usually I would be the first one to tell. Like, uh, so I'm a, usually kind of start to move a bit fast. And so I, maybe I sometimes need to hold back and pray and wait more, you know. But in this way, it was like that. And then there was a third girl who had had like a dream that was even earlier, but that was prophetic about going to that particular place of Oos with the team and to start to, to establish these uh, churches and reach out to young people. Mm. So uh, and then when it all came together, we understood. Okay, th the time is now to gather and just to keep praying for the next steps. Mm. And what is timing? Do we need more people in the team? And then so we took it step by step, but, but we had it in prayer as we were stepping. So there's like this um, thing in the scripture about both you move in faith and you move in faith that God can do whatever and it can look impossible. But you just first believe it. So your inner world first just sees it and believes it. And then the outside world, it happens. You know, this is the God of miracles. And in your leadership, uh, get into that faith. Don't mm. believe that it has to be in a humanistic, secular way. No. God, he does miracles in Europe today. In the Western world today, he does miracles, just like in the Bible. But it has to happen inside of you first. It happens in faith. You know, it happens. You believe what God has told you. Mm. Uh, you don't have to know how it's going to happen. You just believe him, you know, and he will lead you into it. So that's one side of it. And then the other side is, is this thing about also that um, God is a practical God and the Bible is full of practical people. And there is practical, practical wisdom to get into how to do things at points. So we want to hold these things somehow together to get that kind of uh, fullness of how we move. At yeah. least that's where I've arrived for now. I don't know if <laughs> you guys have any corrections or other comments. Uh, yeah. No, correct but, Martin, correct. Yeah, I can correct him, but it, it will take <laughs> a long time. So, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just, uh, uh, we, we need to end, but I just thought that um, I think Abraham is a good example. God is calling and says go, but he don't know where it's going to end, yeah. but he, he starts acting on it. And I think that's yes. an extremely that's important um, uh, principle for us as well. We can't yeah. wait until everything is set. Yeah. If God says go, then we, we need to go. And then he will, uh, uh, we see that uh, extremely often in the miracles in the New Testament. It's when they yeah. acting on something. When So go that's home to good. your kid. He, he's... Uh, yeah. he's uh, it's not dead. He's just asleep. So then he went home and the, the, the kid was fine. That, mm. that kind of miracle when we are acting is, um, I think, is crucial. And just uh, as, a, as a final thing, if you want to, to uh, learn about uh, 
people in um, uh, in the Old Testament how to act when God speak. I, I said we have talked about Nehemiah. I, I said Abraham now. Also Moses and Noah, I think, are really good examples of uh, uh, mm. how to see in the beginning of those stories how they act yeah. when God speaks. That, that's uh, helpful. Yes, it's very mm. good. Yeah, from my, my, I was just confirming, Martin, what you shared. Uh, Hebrews eleven eight came uh, beforehand, and I was ready to actually uh, quote that. So I believe it's actually for someone uh, maybe listening or watching, uh, just uh, 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 read this beautiful chapter about uh, a cloud of witnesses and like how they moved in faith in so many different areas. But something was uh, kind of coming forth about Abraham and kind of mm. moving without knowing where he was going. But yeah, mm. God unfolding the picture, right? Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, and uh, the second, uh, just like last point for me was very practical. My sense was for you, wherever you are in, in your place uh, and you're pondering, you know, it might be like um, a very practical step as like it was for Peter to go to Cornelius' house. And, you know, there was like a beautiful picture of how God spoke through prayer and, and vision and then the practical circumstances come together and he obeyed, uh, you know, he was obedient. And my sense was just that you ask actually, uh, you know, it can be like a calling thing. It can be these big things, or it can be very practical one one uh, action thing, like Martin, you share about writing or calling someone. And and our part is uh, the obedience part, right? And and my uh, as as Samuel, God spoke through Samuel that obedience is better than sacrifice. That you know, that's what God actually wants is this simple, obedient heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to encourage you to actually take time to just listen to God and write down, uh, write down what you s- believe He's speaking. Uh, and you know, pen it down, and uh, and take time to pray. And you know, if it's a bigger thing, take time also to you know uh, let people speak in. But uh, but take steps of faith, take action, and, and we we really believe that's where God meets us. You know, when we act upon what we believe God is speaking. So yeah, leave it's it to good. you there. It's good. Okay, I'm gonna close this uh, podcast on leadership for today. Um, we just final words to say that, uh, like, um, the, be be like a child when it comes to having an open heart to what God speaks. And I just want to encourage you who are listening or watching to to believe God, to believe God, and and not be defined by by the way of the world's thinking that you're limited to your resources, that you can't do this, you know that uh, nobody else have done this around you, um, or that you're not good enough, you don't have education enough, you're not smart enough. Like, it's all lies. Uh, anything can happen. Uh, God can do it, you know. So the most important resource you have is Him. So if He tells you something, don't let the devil steal it, and don't let people steal it that have a narrow mind or that don't understand, or, you know, but just... Just, just uh, let your heart be just fully trusting in Him, and like uh, like we said here about Abraham, you don't have to know how it's going to end, you don't have to know how it's going to happen, but just let that treasure stay with you. Don't let it be taken from you. you know? Like so, so I mean, because the, I mean, the, the Bible is a, is a book about the people of faith. And it's miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle. That's our God. He's the same today as he was then. And I see today it's sometimes hard for believers because of all the humanism and secularism and all these kind of 
it's a, you don't notice it so easily, but it's trying to take your faith away. Mm. It tries to get you to believe in your own strength, your strategies, your ways of thinking. Uh, even, even schools of theology can be like that today. But the book says that we have a living God. He can do anything. If he tells you something and he's the one saying it, he's going to do it. Uh, so let's uh, let's just like let the scripture like even like in Hebrews say let's let let us not shrink back in unbelief you know but let us believe and move into the promised land whatever that land may be so bless you guys yes and thank you for this podcast today for taking the time so it was on leadership and it was on how to act when God speaks and we will be back uh, in a week with a podcast from Jesus Walks on Discipleship. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.